0: I think you deserve to get banned off
1: Twitter, James. I honestly thought it was a mistake. <laughs> it was so preposterous. Stupid. What did you tell Colton again? He Colton set up his yeah. Christmas tree in November. Yes. In November. <laughs> and I said... I think it was November 1st. I said, stop it. I'll kill you. <laughs> and I get that that getting caught by a robot or an automated system is going to happen. I said the words, I'll kill you. like yeah. It's... It's inciting violence it's, pretty it's a threat Yeah But like It's very clear You know Once I say to a human Hey there's been a mistake This is my friend I'm joking Right obviously. Which you did multiple times Yes And apparently a human looked at it And they were still like mm, No <laughs> And then I got banned For an undetermined amount of time First yeah. it was tw- I thought it was gonna be A 24 hour ban Then right. I thought Maybe through the weekend Then maybe one week
0: Yeah and- how long was it?
1: it was like seven months in the end Jeez, louise that's messed up yeah and they don't tell you how long it's going to be so the effect of it is basically like uh just erase twitter from your life forget like (laughs) right the the result of it longer because i've been reinstated out of the blue randomly i just like turned on twitter one day i was like oh i'm back yeah and the the effect is that i just barely use twitter because like my life adjusted to not having twitter I made new habits. I'm on Reddit now. I love Reddit so much better.
0: They're like they there's like a gaslighting element where they have you have to convince yourself that Twitter never really existed. Well, I just couldn't. You, Maybe I just made that up in my head. Well, habits formed, you know. So I learned to live without it. So where I, where did you go to to get your stupid thoughts out?
1: I don't. I just lurk. I just lurk now. You would lurk
0: on Twitter. You'd come back.
1: I was mostly a lurker. Ah, I, 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 I open Twitter once in a while, I just look at my mentions.
0: Right, right, right.
1: My hmm. jokes are stupid anyway.
0: Interesting. Well, that obviously I'm glad that I have you on talking today to talk I'm a about Twitter.
1: Boy. <laughs> well, I don't know if I would get banned in Elon's Twitter or not. I guess we can exactly. talk about that. Exactly. That's
0: kind of the question. I mean, how do we I guess I'll say that, you know, the the way that Elon's been handling Twitter has been uh very interesting to me. Inept
1: is a word I would <laughs> well, use. Well, I don't
0: see that's the thing is like it's Everyone has super, super strong opinions about about him and who he is and what his goals are. And I just really don't know. Like, I know that I think he's a narcissist and that he's basically just kind of trying to, you know, get his at the end of the day. But I don't know whether he also maybe has an ideological kind of goal for Twitter. Like, does he actually want it to be the, like, free speech platform? Because the more that he—the more that things have gone on— the more that like moderation he's kind of like added back in. I think there's a difference
1: between what he would love it to be and his ideal if this was just for Elon's world. Yeah. And what everyone else wants. Right. I think it's pretty I think he would have it more pure free speech, anything goes, platform if he could have his way. But I think he's been shown that A, audiences want moderation, B, platforms with moderation make more money. Mm. Uh and that's basically it.
0: <laughs> Those things. I mean, if you can say anything about his handling of the situation, uh, a you can say we're doing A's and B's list. Today, okay, folks. okay. One, you can say that it's definitely uh, chaotic, uh, and it's like it seems it kind of gives off the impression that he doesn't really know what he's doing, and he's just kind of like playing it by ear. But two. On the other hand, okay, this isn't a one-two situation. This is an either-or. On the one hand, it's chaotic. It's Boolean.
1: It's one or zero.
0: Sure. Uh, You did one. Binary? Yeah. Quantum? Now say zero. Zero? (laughs) Um, Elon uh, doing all this chaotic stuff and, like, staying in the news cycle. This, basically, this whole year. I mean, like, when did all this start? I think in April he, like... Put in the offer or something?
1: Yeah, but he hasn't looked good. Like the whole thing was when he was trying to back out. Actually, we need to step back from this because he has fans. Okay. He has diehard fans to whom he looks good at all times. Because they kind of give him the benefit of the doubt. You saw this with Trump as well. People going, Well, he's playing 7D chess. We just can't comprehend his moves with our small brains. And I should also, I feel like this is necessary as well. Uh, you almost have to do like a like a disclaimer, like a transparency statement of your thoughts on Elon, I will say I used to be a real Elon fan. I read his biography, huge fan of SpaceX, Neuralink, Boring Company. I was privy to all of his, uh, everything he was doing. He's saving the world. Let's go to Mars. Big believer. <laughs> Let's self-driving, go. self-driving cars, big believer. And I still do think that he's a net positive force in the world. I'm glad he you do. exists.
0: Man, we had a big uh, debate about that upstairs.
1: Well, just for the climate change aspect of it, and right. accelerating the adoption of electro- electric cars. So, but that said, ever since like the Pedal Boy stuff, and probably more now than ever, he's really fallen from grace, and he's no longer like my personal hero. Um, so, just for the fanboys out you're there, you're
0: a reformed Elon boy. So,
1: I just want people to know that when I hate on Elon, I'm not like a pure hater. Like I, right? You know, I've been along for the ride. You have
0: I, you have some cred to be able to say. I think so. Hey guys, maybe Elon isn't Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think I, I don't agree with um, detractors who say that he's just a rich guy who just like amplifies other people's inventions. I right. think he is very smart. I think he's taking big bets. He's an audacious character. Mm. I think he deserves a lot of the praise he gets. Yeah. But I also think he's a douchebag
0: for sure. I mean, I've seen some comparisons recently to Steve Jobs, uh, in the sense that Steve Jobs was kind of known as an asshole, uh, but he was able to get things done. The question is. Whether Steve Jobs, like, because it, it seems like <laughs> Steve Jobs wasn't an internet edgelord troll. So that's yeah. like a whole nother layer on top of it. He's
1: just icky and it sucks. Yeah, it sucks yeah. that he just, couldn't just be less icky. Anyways, back on topic.
0: Right. So um, April is, I was right, April is when uh, he initially... Oh no, he, he that's when he bought nine point point two percent of Twitter.
1: Yeah, without like telling anyone he did. So and, that, I mean, we see, all... that's a douchebag move. Like that would have jacked up the stock price, but he wanted to buy it at a lower price. So he screwed over other shareholders or would be shareholders. Yeah, that's that's a douchebag move. And that's that's a... A Lex Luthor move. not, right. not a Superman. That's or a whole Iron other, Man
0: move. There's, there's, That's a whole other angle to this. Never mind the whole like, oh, is he going to transform Twitter into a thing, a different thing or not? Like the there's a behind the scenes type of story where he might just be doing all this to manipulate stock options so he can make money yeah. that way. He
1: does do a lot of behind the scenes things. So for example, when he looks to me, he looks really bad when he he's coming in firing people and um, the 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 biggest biggest blemish on the whole thing is the blue checkmark thing mm. where people are impersonating George Bush and saying like 9/11 was uh, pretty cool, you know, like yeah. people are just making a mockery of the whole verification system. At this point, it's unclear whether there's a point to the blue check mark at all. What does blue check mark signify? It just means you're a paying customer.
0: That's the whole thing. Who I, cares? Yeah. So
1: that looks like a debacle. That right. looks like an absolute dumpster fire. However, my personal feeling is that he rolled that out in such a quick, bad way because it just meant getting money. He just got a bunch of eight dollars. Just got a bunch of eight dollars subscriptions right away. Yeah. Right. Was Where, if he spent the time. To like actually develop and roll out a proper functioning feature with KYC or whatever, uh, it would have taken time. And he wants to move in. He wants to shake it up right away. He wants to change the culture very aggressively with hardcore people who work long hours. Yeah. Uh, changing culture is very hard. So, you know, he's getting a lot of flack for how he's approaching that. But it was never going to be clean.
0: Okay, that's enough of that. I want to talk about the Twitter blue checkmark mm. because uh, that was hilarious. Because so like as a verified person, I got I somehow got verified on Twitter before Not all me. of this. Before, yeah, I know. <laughs> there was like they opened up verification a while back and a bunch of people applied. Like me. Yeah. And I did and uh I, I got verified. So like as a verified person, it's been interesting for me to watch this because here comes Elon being basically like So that thing that you have, I'm basically gonna make it worthless. Because if everyone can buy a checkmark, then what do the non-bought checkmarks mean? They don't really mean anything. So we, so here's was, here was what happened, okay? So he came in, he's like, Twitter Blue, we're launching it with a checkmark. That happened. A bunch of people impersonated Twitter accounts. Blue existed
1: before Elon, though. Twitter Blue,
0: sorry, Twitter Blue did exist, but he didn't get a checkmark. And it there wasn't were,
1: expensive enough. It was like two bucks a yeah. month or something. Nobody wanted that crap. Right, you right. You see, you want to give... You, the other part of the stat- of this uh, checkmark thing is the status. Mm. Things need to be sufficiently expensive so that you think you're getting enough status from them. Yes. And the checkmark needs to be sufficiently rare that it's a status symbol as well. Right. So what does the checkmark mean? Does it mean I'm a verified person? Like when you're talking to f- Dunkin' Donuts, it's the real Dunkin' Donuts and not like a parody. <laughs> it's the real Riley. Yeah. Or does it mean maybe you
0: want to talk to the? Parody. So there's
1: that aspect, like you're trying to talk to the real person, and then there's the other aspect of like, whoa, you're famous enough to have a checkmark.
0: Whoa, you're the real Riley. Exactly, and I mean, if I if I if I'm being honest, there's like a little bit of sadness that comes with a checkmark because you're like, man, I kind of feel like I sold out. Like I could be like I could have more, uh, you know, clout. Boot, uh, not boots on the ground, not clout, like cred, street cred.
1: That's clout now. Twitter timeline cred. Yeah, it's called clout.
0: Yeah, but I would call it cred. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, if I didn't have the check mark, but uh, anyways. So, he launched the check mark as part of Twitter Blue. A Bunch of impersonation happened. Uh, not everybody who did it impersonated people obviously, but obvi- enough chaos happened that they took it away again. They just took they just stopped sign-ups. Okay. Oh, no, wait. Before they stopped signups, they added the official checkmark. So they added a second checkmark. This one was gray. This was a gray official checkmark that goes under the brand's... Under the names of certain. So this brands. is the development
1: of like a cast system now, yeah. right? Where it's like, okay, you can pay for the blue checkmark, which no one else will care if you have one because you just bought it for eight dollars, or you can have the real, the new real checkmark, which is the gray one, which you have to be a public figure or a known brand for, or whatever.
0: Right. Checkmark the gray official checkmark under the the blue checkmark, which is white right now because of uh, yeah, dark mode. But anyways, it, it really,
1: it begs the question: Why did tw- does Twitter blue come with a blue checkmark? Is well, it because you th- they think, oh, I get a checkmark if I buy it. Sweet. I don't really care about these other parts of the Twitter blue suite. What I care about is having a checkmark, so I will pay for that. But that, like once everyone's paying for that, the checkmark is meaningless. Exactly. Like, why did
0: they even include it? So that's why they felt the need to add the second gray official checkmark. And at first, everyone got, everyone with a original a checkmark, checkmark. A legacy checkmark. mark legacy checkmark got the second gray official checkmark. And then they were like, wait, we can't do that. Because then all the people who are paying for Twitter Blue will just want that. So then they took it all away. They, they canceled signups, or they suspended Twitter Blue signups, and they took away the official checkmark, and they said, we won't be doing the official checkmark. <laughs> and then a few days later, they brought it back. So now some brands have two checkmarks, okay? Some like brands like PC Gamer and like companies uh, have... The original che- legacy checkmark and the official checkmark. I don't. You don't have even what? Even though I do you have, I have a, the legacy checkmark still. Okay. But I don't have the official. So, like, it's funny because in, the, in an attempt to sort of... Weird. So there's, like, three checkmarks. That's weird. Yeah. So, like, d- to go
1: back to the point of a checkmark... And you're the loser in this situation because people just assume you pay $8. Exactly. They don't even know exactly, you're famous. Exactly. Oh I hope my. that
0: I hope that people aren't seeing me reply He's on super things. famous, you guys. <laughs> He's really no, famous. No, but the I, I'm worried that people are going to see me and think that I paid for Twitter Blue. Not that that's a big deal. The most
1: frustrating thing is that when you do pay, like, what is the meaning of the Twitter Blue check mark? You paid your eight dollars. Does it mean they scanned my ID card? I'm a real human. Right. I think it will in the future. That was the purpose. But now it doesn't because, well, as we saw with the George Bush accounts and everything. Exactly. You can do whatever you want.
0: And, so initially when he said, what okay. A disaster. The, uh, people are going to pay $8 for Twitter Blue and it'll help defeat bots. Initially, I was kind of like, I can see that because the whole power of bots is in like swarming, right? Uh, so if you want like a million accounts to go and like inflate flo- follower accounts or, or like numbers, which Elon or whatever, benefits
1: from, he always has. Right? He's always had a
0: big bot army. Ex- sure. And so there's some, some uh, what do you call that? Conflict Hi- of interest. Hypocriticalness there. Hypocrisy. <laughs> there it is. Ha. Um, but I was always like, okay, they're not going to pay $8 per month for each one of these little bots that they need as part of the swarm, No, right? I can't do that. But what you can do with $8 a, nation a month state might. is impersonate people. Actually, a nation state might do that. Sure, sure. But- and, and as people pointed out, uh, if there's enough power, like you're not paying $8 per bot like all the time. You're paying $8 a month per bot. So you might... Absorb the cost of like paying eight dollars a month for like hundreds of accounts, um, in order to have those accounts follow multiple people and like multiple uh, posts. Like it's not like they're single use. Like you have this bot army now you you can do anything. But you need to
1: be like an agency to get enough clients to pay for your bot army. Sure,
0: sure. I just mean that uh, the idea that only humans would pay eight dollars a month for their personal account or whatever is is not really.
1: no you need anybody a, could do that you need other forms of kyc yeah, so that it's not which, enough for verification by the way kyc means know your customer. It's what they use in banking and even in the crypto world there's tons of apps where you can you know s- scan your biometrics and your id gotcha. and stuff like that
0: how well it works i don't know but i'm sure elon could figure it out or am i i don't know oh my gosh so, so like to me the this whole checkmark uh drama was was actually really important it, like it like it, a lot of people used it to like make fun of uh of elon and twitter and stuff and tumblr launched the ability to like pay eight dollars per like to add multiple check marks so you could pay eight dollars for one then another eight dollars for another one and then you could go up to 24 check marks on no. your account. yeah yeah um so like it was funny but at the same time it's actually really important because check marks came about because of the the risk of impersonation facebook instagram uh i think tiktok not sure, has check marks to like, the point is to say, this is the real account. And on Twitter, Elon is coming in here hey. and I see what he's trying to do. He's trying to like verify real humans, but- Not trying very hard. He's not trying very hard. And what he actually might do is erase the power of the check mark, like erase its ability to actually denote someone important or to, to someone who may yeah. be impersonated. Well, we're
1: hoping that, I'm hoping that it ch- like, there's just more verification in the future what they have done is banned impersonation so that people have read this as okay rules for thee, but not for me like free speech unless you're making fun of elon musk like kathy griffin and now she's banned um but the thing with the impersonate it doesn't solve the bot problem because these bots are not impersonating real people they're not impersonating real identities they're generated identities they're fake names they're made up Mm. so the impersonation ban does nothing to solve the bot the bot problem
0: yeah I guess I wish that uh, Elon came in and just went straight for the like moderation stuff because that is another like that, that to me is like the most interesting aspect of what he wants to do with Twitter. He wants to take it from being this like very heavily moderated, uh, you know, you say something that might offend people, then you get banned. You get, you say something that is obviously a joke, but could be like interpreted by a robot as like a death threat or something and you get Well banned. it's unclear
1: if Elon's Twitter changes that. Right. Like cuz he still he has some rules and I think inciting violence or actual harassment is still against the rules so I'm I might still get banned for that and maybe the people who work for Elon if a human looks at my case and they're one of Elon's humans I would they would reinstate me, I don't know.
0: Well, I mean, if anything, Twitter just has less resources to be able to, like, put actual humans towards those kind of things because he he gutted the workforce. Well, that's the thing.
1: Maybe his intention was to be like, you know what? Twitter should be a utility. It should be like a public service. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so let's just make it accessible to all. It's the town square. Yeah. You know? But then he was like, damn it. I don't have enough money to afford this town square. So now I need to do things to monetize this town square. Yeah. And that's where... Now he has to not really make the thing that he wants to make.
0: And I think that's that's if if there's a biggest criticism of Elon and his hang, handling of Twitter after he actually acquired Twitter, I would say that it's like going after the monetization first instead of like making the changes that you want to make in terms of moderation, and then being like, all right, because he tried to. He's basically like, this is what every startup has to do. They have to uh, make a business model, prove that they have something that kind of works smoothly. And then, you know, at, up till that point, investors have signed on. And then they have to prove to those investors after a while that they can monetize it. And then they bring in the money. Uh, but what he's tried to do with Twitter is like, okay, you guys have been on that cycle for a long time. And Twitter has never really been profitable uh, consistently. And so he's like, we need the monetization now. But that left led us into this stupid situation where we're launching it's things and so poorly, unlaunching them. And-
1: the advertisers are leaving and advertisers, exactly. advertisers like moderation because they don't want their their ad to be beside a tweet with the n-word in it or something exactly so
0: they, he came in trying to like do the monetization right away yeah. and instead he actually lost a ton of he, advertising he's
1: also just a poor steward of the platform for two reasons like when you look at bezos with the washington post that has been a success because he's been hands off the washington post mm-hmm. and he's let them continue to do their thing and he right. just kind of saved it monetarily and, and elon could have done that but he he's such a he's a power user He's mm. the biggest, uh, him and Trump, I guess, 80 million subs or followers. He's the biggest user of Twitter. So he's already kind of like too, too in the water with yeah. Twitter to really be a, a good steward. The second aspect of it which is even worse is his reliance on China for his personal income. Oh. Tesla relies heavily on China. Here we they go. Have, they have gigafactories in China. Right. China does not give a shit that Tesla is a separate company than Twitter. That's not how China rolls. Mm. China leverages all leverages that are possible, and so if if China goes, hey, we didn't, we don't like the uh, messages you're amplifying on Twitter. We don't like all the Taiwan trending hashtags on Twitter. Uh, So Tesla's gonna get hurt unless you change your town square uh, to be China friendly. Tesla's gonna get hurt. Interesting. He he is so beholden to the (laughs) the CCP that how that Twitter just cannot be. a western town square free speech mecca
0: really this is no way how, how confident are you in the fact that if china is upset with something that elon's doing he's going to have that trickle down into the way that he runs twitter well it's
1: a source of all his wealth do you think he wants to be poor he seems to enjoy being rich
0: would he change ask your ask the former part of you that was an elon fanboy would he uh compromise twitter uh and like, because his whole thing is like free speech and blah blah blah. And so, is he going to completely throw that aside, uh, if or would he just jettison Twitter? Would he just try to like get rid of it? Well, he might. Let's say that
1: he is just like a uh, he's a human computer. He might uh, prioritize his like hierarchy of need or of like values. Right. He might mm-hmm. go okay. I one of my values is free speech in this uh, town square Twitter platform. One of my values is reducing climate change and. Accelerating the adoption of electric cars, which one do I care more about? If I care more about reducing climate change, because that's an existential risk to humanity, things that Elon cares a lot about, then he might prioritize saving Tesla above saving Twitter. Mm. Although there are other companies now that make electric cars.
0: I feel like he would if he had to if he had to save one, he would obviously save Tesla, not Twitter. Because here's the the reality of the situation now is that that's in, what
1: get, where he gets his money. Like, yeah, for the, sure. The view, the view sure. I just outlined is the charitable view, but like really, the more narcissistic and like self preservation view is that he just like saves the thing that makes him the most money. Yeah, and he'll probably justify that mentally by going, "Well, if I'm rich, I can do great things with my money. Right, right, right. The world is better off if I'm rich because I do great things with my money. I can spend my money better than a government can.
0: Even beside the whole point of like, okay, financial uh, survivorship." financial viability for Elon Musk Uh, the fact of the matter is that a lot of people are looking to other social media platforms right now because of all the instability that's happening at Twitter so I mean Eh. I know I I have not made accounts on anything else yet because I'm like Twitter is probably going to survive in some way I mean how do you feel about that do you think that like there's a world in which Twitter just like stops
1: it's possible but network effects are very strong Um, and even if Twitter kind of sucks, it probably has excess momentum, right? Whereby it, it, it remains in place, uh, unless, like, yes, there there is a uh, cornucopia of other of other things to hop on, but that's actually a weakness. We need one other thing that's clearly awesome and emerging that we all hop onto, so it gets network effects, it right. gets inertia, and can usurp the social landscape
0: yeah and i've seen a couple alternatives kind of like come up in the uh in the conversation and like there was a time when mastodon was kind of the front runner and then people were talking about co-host this week so far as there's been a lot of talk about hive social which is um kind of like a mix between instagram and twitter but as far as i can tell it it doesn't have a web interface right now it's just an app yeah, it's
1: probably just an iOS app too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's like That's how it goes. Each one of these things has has like a specific problem. Like Mastodon, you have to. It's it's sort of like it's like Reddit, but instead of having like each, it would be like if each subreddit was run entirely on and the and the server was run by the mods, as as if it's like it's not just part of the Reddit site that you can kind of control. It's like you can you can like suspend people's whole mastodon accounts within the server and then they can't go and join another server unless the mod that suspended them from that from the previous server unsuspends them Mm. so it's like there's there's a lot of control there and i've I've heard people uh complaining about mastodon because it's like it has kind of a higher technical barrier of entry you kind of have to like set things up and it's not just like log in and boom you're there um and co host, I think. I, I don't know enough about these other ones, but um okay. So you, you don't you don't view any of the alternatives of, as viable really?
1: Not yet. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what I happens. I think people will probably stick with Twitter.
0: I agree. Um one of the questions, maybe the last question, uh what do we want from social media? Like what do you what do you go to social media for and what do you think people should be going there for? Information, humor. Hmm. I mean, you want the,
1: the thing the public health of it is really the that is the crisis. Uh, nobody wants to see platforms amplifying fake news. Mm. We don't want to see platforms being manipulated by uh, other nation states influencing elections or public sentiment. You know, the TikTok problem, the Facebook problem in 2016. Um, we don't want to log on and see pff, like gore from a car accident or ISIS oh, beheadings. Yeah. You want that kind of moderation, right? Um, Mostly, you just want to look at cat photos, you know, and (laughs) on social media, and that's Instagram.
0: Well, I don't, I don't, I don't use Instagram. You want you want
1: to see like statements (laughs) from politicians and noteworthy people, hilarious (laughs) jokes. Yeah, I guess a
0: lot of people do want like they go on Instagram just to see like photos and videos and stuff i feel like for me for me twitter the reason why i love it is not only just the fact that it's just text but that it's like so low effort like on instagram and and tick and i mean I, i'm not even going to talk about facebook but th- it seems to be that you have to like really think about a post and like spend time and like edit the photo and edit the video and blah blah, blah. and on twitter it's just like it's just immediate there's a limit there's a character limit, so you have to kind of like edit yourself a little bit. But yeah. it's like that's a good constraint. You want constraints that uh, are conducive towards making the content better and less effort putting towards it on social media.
1: Yeah, the problem with Twitter though is nobody's listening to you. You know what do you mean? For most people, they have like zero to ten followers, and oh, you're just yes. tweeting into the void. And right, just, people don't even. Want, I have really talented friends. So I'm like, man, this is hilarious. You should put this on Twitter. You should have a Twitter. And they're like, why? So no one can see my stuff. Right, right. Like, right how right. do you get off the ground on Twitter? It's like that's a really that's, unappealing.
0: That's a really important point to bring up uh, because we are like, you know, web personalities Privileged. and we tweet and people engage with us because they're like, you're the tech link guy. You're the LTT guy. Uh, but most people, yeah, don't have that. Imagine you're just a guy. Oh, my gosh. I mean, no. Well, that's what's happening with the check Before (laughs) Before I got into YouTube, I did use Instagram because that's where my friends were. And so, like, you know, I I didn't post very often, but, like, I still felt the need to post there and post on Facebook and stuff because, yes. So, like, I will say that, all right, I'll take it back a second because the reason I love Twitter is, like, most of the reasons that I love Twitter for are because I'm who I am right now. Uh, But if I was using it more in, like, a interact with my immediate friends and family and social circles, then I would want something more like Facebook, the early days of Facebook. Yeah. The early days where, you know, you're not looking for likes per se. You go on a trip and you take a bunch of photos and then you come home. And the first thing you do is upload the full album to Facebook and just post like 40 photos. And then people go through and they're like, Oh, this one's cool. Whoa. You did that. Awesome. That was great. And I feel like that's the dream that some of these alternative platforms are trying to get to. Like, we're talking mostly right now about the Twitter replacements, which are just like what we were talking about, where it's just like, you know, breaking news and like stupid little thoughts that you have in the toilet and stuff. But if there was like a way to, I mean, maybe Hive Social is this, where it's like back to a simpler time of social media where you're just like, I just want to post something and have my friends see it and like talk about it. Okay, last thing that I just wanted to mention. We talked a bit about, like, will Twitter survive and the the alternatives and stuff, but I also want to bring up the fact that it might not be up to anything that Elon does or anyone else uh, at Twitter does. Uh, It it might not be up to them whether Twitter survives or not. It might be up to Apple and Google. Oh. Yes, because Phil Schiller... I mean, I don't know if this is, like, a big red flag or whatever, a big, like, thing to indicate something, but Phil Schiller left Twitter and... That got people talking about Apple and whether Apple was like, hmm, uh, maybe we don't like the way that uh, Elon Musk is taking Twitter in terms of moderation. Schiller
1: left Twitter because he gets a keynote stage to say whatever he wants on every six months. He can still voice his opinion to the world on his own private stage. I I don't think that this is a signal that Apple is going to ban Twitter from the App Store. I think uh, especially now more than ever, the more monetized Twitter gets, the more money Apple makes. All, All right. those transactions that are happening on the app are going to, you know, a big chunk of them is going to go to Apple unless lawsuits change things. So that's a lot of users. That's not the same as Parler or Getter or an app that has like 10 wackos on it. It's, well, like, I, I, it's that's, a lot of money.
0: That's what I wanted to bring up was the fact that Parler came out and was like, okay, we're free speech. I mean, it sounded a lot like what Elon is talking about with Twitter and they got banned because you know, they kind of said anything goes. Yeah. But the thing is there's like, and it broke the Apple and Google terms of service for what's allowed in an app.
1: There's cool speech, free speech. And there's icky free speech. Right. And Apple likes cool free speech. You know, the 1984 commercial. Yes. They're like, yeah. Yeah. Like little L liberalism kind of like, but but then there, then there's like icky, like proud boys, free speech where you're just like, ew. Yes. No. And then, so
0: there's a whole nother conversation to have there about whether Apple and Google should be the ones who are, you know, dictating what, uh, social media platforms are allowed to be out there in the world. But the fact of the matter remains that uh, how Elon continues to run Twitter right now may have ramifications for it, what happens to the Is it going to be cool app. or icky? Yeah, is it cool or icky free speech? Time will tell. And was this a cool or icky talk link? Do you let us know in the comments below? Subscribe to TechLinked. That's James. You've seen him around. See you later. See you later.